What up, Buzz? You tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped in too? All right, Chicago, y'all tapped in? All right, boys, let's crack them. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ shot city six rings. D-Rose too big, too fast, too strong, history. And we good on that, put Jilla on the track and we good on whack. Three, two, one, everybody say Bulls on tap, Bulls on tap. Our city pretty and gritty. Benny the Bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty. Me, I'm so drippy and slippery, nothing offends me. Banners on banners, we winners. We got the stats in the news. Go and subscribe, hang out with Buzzy and Goose. Tapping with us, we the truth. Jilla just murdered the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I'm your boy Buzz. I'm joined by my dude Goose, aka Bulls Script, and we're here after another Chicago Bulls victory. This time, one twenty-eight to one hundred four over the San Antonio Spurs. Before we get into this one, be sure to go on TapSportsNet.com for all Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Follow us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap and on Tap Sportsnet. If you're watching on Facebook or Twitter, go to the YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel on Tap Sportsnet. Hit the little bell anytime we go live or any of our other shows go live. You'll be notified. We're presented by Sports Illustrated. Five-star rating and review anywhere you listen to podcasts. Goose, we won. 128 to 104. We beat Pop and the Spurs. Um, Pop just seems to be having a great time even though they're losing. So um, I like how Adam and Stacy pointed that out because I'm a huge Popovich guy. <laughs> I don't know about how you yeah, feel I mean, about him. I mean – Pop is one of those people, like, just in general, outside of being a coach in this role, that just as a person, like, you can't dislike the dude. He's one of the few old white-haired white guys that, like, isn't completely racist and a piece of shit. So, uh, and then when you think of what what he does in terms of being a basketball coach, um, it makes him probably one of the greatest people ever. So, uh, Yeah, I I love Pop. Definitely a Pop guy. Yeah. um, For sure. Um, Scoot Henderson, six nine. Yeah, Stacy said that on the broadcast. Uh, Stacy, Stacy needs to. He needs stay, to stay up stay some, of his, some of his facts a yeah. little bit because he also referenced Stanley Johnson uh, starting with the Raptors, and I, I don't think he actually meant that because Stanley definitely started in Detroit. Um, but you know that's okay. Um, shit happens when you're live and it happens to us all the time too. So I guess I can't, I, we shouldn't be too critical there. Yeah, definitely not Stacey. too critical, but just stay in, stay in your lane, Stacy. Yeah. Stacy was a, a little off, a little off tonight. That's fine. Cause the hey, bulls were not. He was like, yeah, he was excited because the bulls were actually doing something. They started the game off with a fucking 39 point first quarter. So it, it's been weird because to start the season first quarter was kind of our kryptonite. Now it's obviously the third quarter, which still was the case tonight. Uh, but first quarters of late, the Bulls have seemed to fa- have found the answer to starting games poorly. It's now just starting the second half um, that we're going to have to get a hold of if we would like to see a record above 500. Since you know, yeah, uh, we got what two day, two and a half days, and, two and yeah, I'm, dude, it, it is creeping up. All I'm tasting is continuity. Yeah, no, same here. Yeah, it's continuity. That's what it's going to be. You know, it's funny. I actually, I mean, not even an argument or anything, but there was like a little disagreement with somebody on Twitter today about what my thoughts about the team, like what I want the team to do, and then not realizing that the team is a business, and this is why they don't want to do that. 
um, I had an argument, like, not again, not an argument, but a disagreement with somebody saying, well, but you don't understand. They were just tanking from 2015 to, you know, what was it? 2019, 2020, before they made all the moves. They're not going to do it again. Hang on. I didn't ask for the fucking moral police of what Jerry Reinsdorf and, and his front office wants to do. Okay. I want the team to win and be competitive championship or bust mentality is hated on by a lot of people. So I'm going to use my opening monologue right here. It's my opening monologue. I get one. It's my turn. Skip Bayless thing. It is championship or fucking bust. All right. The only time it's not bust is when you have a young team that is learning and growing from the experience. It's always championship or bust. And if you don't believe that you're a loser. In the hope that one of those guys is going to be on your championship team at one point. That's, that's the only time where it's it's really okay yeah. to be all right with what's going on is when you don't have three all-stars on your roster that are Bro. towards the end of their contract and their prime. Um, you know, when you go this balls deep on a team, you want to be a contender and we're just not. So, I mean, we've known kind of all along, chances are we're going to be staying the course. Uh, who knows? Maybe Kevin Durant's available again. No, I know we're going to get into that too, but I'll tell you what, you know, I did, I had fun tonight though. Andre Drummond. What a fucking awesome game, man. Yeah, He missed missed one shot and there was only a free throw. He went nine for nine, went three for four from the free throw line in 21 minutes, had 21 points, 15 rebounds and assist three steals and a block. And since the off season, I've seen trades suggested for Jakob Podol. Well, what did Drummond just do to Jakob Podol? I don't want Jakob Podol. We Jakob got Drummond for $3 million. I want, two first, I want two first-round picks for Andre Drummond by Thursday stat. Um, no, I mean, tonight was Andre's best game as a bull, probably his best game in a couple of years. Um, can't say that I followed his crew too closely the last few years in Philly and that. Oh, well, he's been, in fairness, he has been bouncing around. It's not like yeah, he's you know when he's you know, Brooklyn and Philly and obviously behind Embiid, you're seeing the same kind of minutes that you're seeing here, probably even less. Um, but whether he's boosting his trade value or solidifying his spot in the rotation and telling Billy to shove it, um, the energy was needed tonight. Uh, the effort was definitely there. I uh, was able to give Vooch a little bit of time off the court uh, with a back-to-back. That's important. Only a few guys played 30 minutes tonight. Uh Zach kind of had a faux 20 points in my book. Yeah. Really, uh, really he started quiet, off fucking right? hitting some shots, too, and then yeah. all of a sudden it was gone. I don't think he scored from the first quarter when he got his initial points. I don't think he scored again until, like, the third. No, he did not. And then he was on the bench to start a lot of the fourth there, and then about seven minutes left, uh, he came back, and he got himself up over 20 points. Yeah. Um, miraculously, uh, it was kind of garbage time already. Uh, and it was kind of right before Pop had uh, woke the white flag and put in even younger guys because their whole team is young. It's not like there was veterans. Oh, dude, I mean, that is like a team. Seriously, like there's not really a who, who Dougie and and Stanley Johnson, if you want to count them. I mean, those are your vets. You know what I mean? Like this is a true like I'm going to tank. Do, do you want to see a full circle Dougie Buckets comes home moment? Hell nah. No, you don't want Dougie no, Buckets man, back no, in? No, 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 no. I he looked exactly how he did at the United Center all the time when he played. You're fucking lost. He, he disappeared. And he had maybe two shots that he, he made. That two, yeah, he went two for seven. He he was lost. Shit. Look at yeah, that. You, right off the door. Right, go play the lotto. 
you know, but I, I don't know, man. The center play for us tonight was awesome. Vooch, 10 for 18 in 24 minutes. Two for six from downtown, 22 points, 12 boards, four assists. One steal, two blocks for Vooch. DeRozan came alive in the third quarter, had seven straight points in like a minute and 30 uh, second stretch. He finishes eight for 17, 19 points for him tonight. Five assists, one board. Levine, seven for 14, one for five from downtown. Five for five from the free throw line, 20 points, four boards, three assists for him. The Bulls as a team scored 128 points tonight, Goose. Made six three-pointers. Shot below their season average, which is like right around that 28 mark. They shot 22 tonight, 27%. Six for 22. Wow. Uh, eight for 26 for San Antonio, just to provide context. And and we won the game by that much. That is amazing. Well, we scored 128 points by making six threes that's fucking i mean they shot 50 of overall a miracle yeah. in today's game yeah that's uh, that's and, wild and i guess that's that's the andre drummond effect look at that yeah, yeah dude i'm saying the center position played pretty well uh Vooch struggled a little bit on defense against potal i will say that tonight that did happen um was the feet weren't moving very quick um but still he played a very good game patrick williams 18 minutes Four for seven from the field, one for two from downtown, 11.6 rebounds, three assists, one steal. Given the – like, why is it when Pat is playing good that Billy does not play him more? I feel like it's the opposite. When he has a subpar game, he gets played the whole entire game. Did he do something? Did he get hurt? Did I miss it? Because guess who got a lot of his minutes? DJJ. Yeah, he played 26 minutes. He played 26 minutes tonight. I mean, was it a matchup thing? Is that what it was? Like, would, I mean, because I, I, Pat got blown by a couple times, but I didn't think it was like terrible or egregious. Or I anything. mean, maybe that ankle was limiting him. You think so? Yeah, I'm going to give him credit here because Pat's been playing well. So I, I'm kind of confused at that unless he's was hurt a little bit. I didn't really see so the yeah, unless he was hurting. I don't know that the matchup was necessary there. They don't really have a four that scares you. Well, like uh, Chai Sports fans' point here, we are on a first night of a back-to-back here. The ankle, like you said, could also be an issue. So maybe there's kind of, okay, you know, the game is, we'll put DJJ in to bear a lot of this burden. Hey, well, tonight. I mean, and the last thing we want to do is see DJJ lose minutes with Drummond coming back. But obviously we were seeing him at that stretch five spot a lot, or the small ball five rather. You know, he stretches the floor, but not consistently enough to refer him as that. Right. Um but, you know, we don't want to see him lose minutes. So that is a bit of a conundrum for Billy. But you hope that it doesn't come at the cost of Pat, who has been playing better. Uh, and as we already pointed out, played really well tonight. I thought he played pretty it, well it, offensively. Yeah. I did. I thought he I, he's yeah, he was confident. He's hoop a lot more. And he's yeah. actually finishing the dunks now, which is an upgrade from the beginning of his career. I feel like he's actually making the conscious decision as well as to do a pull-up jumper off the dribble, like where he used to think about it a little bit with that little hezzy. Now he's just kind of going into it. So hopefully he continues doing that. If, if he's going to be here and we're going to develop him, hopefully he continues doing that. I, I thought he looked all right tonight. Although as a team, they do need to start like a, like a swear jar. But when Pat turns down open threes, um, they don't put money in the jar. Pat, Pat after, puts money in the jar. Yeah, I agree. Like a grand in the jar. Every time he turns down a wide open three, you know, he's making like seven, eight, nine million dollars somewhere in there. As a number yeah, four someone needs to tell dollars. Pat that he is the leading guy on this team, three point percentage wise. Someone yeah, needs mean, to let him know. And unless, like, yeah, I hope he wouldn't be in his head. Go, oh, can't, can't ruin that percentage. Um, no, because- oh, no, I, 
I would guess he's not that kind of guy. Then let that shit fly. All right. Favorite stat of the night for me. Every single active Chicago Bull scored. So that that's pretty sweet. I, lo- I love that. Everybody scored. Dalen Terry had a pretty cool dunk there uh, at the end of the game. You know, uh, Tony Bradley, he had, you know, he got two free throws. Uh, he, he got some points in there. Uh, camp to Kobe White. Let's talk about him. 33 minutes for Kobe White tonight. Rumor flying around um, that the Bulls are interested, which I think is a complete bullshit rumor, but um, I'll go with it. Uh, Bones Highland out of Denver. Mike Conley, you know, former Memphis Grizzly, current Utah Jazz. And Terry Rozier were the three guards named. Now, don't ask me why we're a guard-heavy team looking for more fucking guards, especially out of the one player mentioned in there is a true, in my mind, point guard. And I'm sure you'll agree that'd be Mike Conley. Yeah, he's going to cost too much. And Bones Highland don't have assets. is like a Kobe. People want to call him a poor man's Kobe. People need to chill the fuck out. Kobe White's been playing well. Don't get me wrong, but Bones Highland has been playing very decent too. Um, just look at the fucking percentages. Um, Terry Rozier. I don't want Terry Rozier. I need a point guard, not another guy who's going to chuck up stupid threes. If you watch Charlotte Hornets basketball, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about, and I watch a ton of Charlotte Hornets basketball because I watch LaMelo. But that trade, Goose, had fucking Lonzo a part of it. Like I tweeted the other day, it's really easy to put a guy who can't contribute into any trade for salary matching purposes, especially when you don't want to give up players that are contributing. Um, But I really think that's a short-sighted move, especially because you are just moving Zoe as matching salary at that point. And obviously the team that's acquiring him is hoping that he bounces back and they're getting um, the 3 and D guard, wing, whatever the fuck you want to classify Zoe as um, once he's healthy again. So it's like I said, it's really easy to throw him in deals, but anytime I see him in the deal, I kind of just go, yeah. Like, at this point, I'm hoping for Derrick Rose or John Wall to get bought out and the Bulls to be the, the front runner for one of those guys to take a flyer on somebody who maybe yeah. can't run an offense a little bit better than what we currently have here. Uh, but then what does that say to Dragic? Do you have to trade him then? Because that's what he thought he was brought here for, and you're telling him he's not good enough to play over Io, but then you're going to go get Derrick Rose or John Wall, who kind of have had trouble staying in rotations as of late, and just go, here, here's the starting job. I think John Wall is better than Gordon Dragic. Yeah, I, I would like to think so, but I'm very confused on the whole Clippers fit and why John it's not working. Yeah. Why it's not working. Why they want him out of there. Is he got that star mindset? Cause we don't have a lack of stars here. It's not going to be the wizards where you go, here you go, John wall. You're our super max player. Here's the ball. Go do that shit. Um, we need a, a game manager essentially. Well, it's funny you say that because, well, he's been playing terrible. So I got a stats pulled up. He's appeared in 34 games this year. Uh, 11.4 points per game. Uh, about three boards, 5.2 assists, but he's shooting 40% from the field, 30% from downtown, and 68% from the free throw line. So he's Ben Simmons. A little bit better than that, but yeah, essentially. Um, He had an interview not too long ago, or at least I saw it. Have you ever heard of YouTube shorts? It's like TikTok, but it's like not TikTok. I don't have TikTok. I don't, because I don't fuck. I don't fuck around with that shit, but I was watching YouTube. I don't really do technology at all. I don't like it. Um, 
but I was going through the YouTube shorts and I saw a video of John Wall talking to these people that were interviewing him. And they were saying on there, he was saying on this interview, he goes talking about his time in Houston. He goes, yeah, they had some, you know, fucking loser. Uh, I can't even remember who the guy was starting at center. And Justin no one. Patton. Yeah. Patton, the guy yeah. That, that the Bulls traded in the Jimmy Butler trade. Though. Yeah. Ju- yeah. Right. Like, so it was Justin Patton. And he was like, we had some guy, Justin Patton starting for us. I'm like, damn. And like, that's how he's talking. So maybe he does have that superstar mindset that you were talking about shitting on somebody when he's about to fucking lose a job with a championship contending team. And they were all but willing to take the flyer on him and give him the keys of the car for the point guard position. So maybe it's a mindset thing. I still think he's a better player than Goran Dragic, but I don't know how he's going to fit because does he think he's the man? I don't know. Feel like Devo's just kind of got that gangster about him that should be able to keep about just about anybody in line. But uh, you think? I, I think I, so. I haven't seen it here. I, I just I, and I love DeRozan. He's my favorite role. The, the demeanor. I don't think Demar has to tell you that you need to be in your place. I think when you're on the team with Demar, you just kind of find your place. Um, his nickname is Debo. Like Yo, Debo. Are you messing with Debo? No, you ain't picking a fight with Debo. You're doing what Debo tells you to do, and you're not giving up a fuss. Um, so I don't know. Uh, to, to see him that far out with a contender that clearly needs a point guard, and he, in my mind, makes perfect sense there. They're a team of three and D wings out the wazoo, two of them being star caliber, one superstar caliber, and – he doesn't fit there, so it is a little concerning. But if you're the Bulls, you don't have better options. You don't have assets that you can really dump into this. I don't think trading Lonzo Ball is the answer in any of the solutions. And I don't know that Bones Highland is your answer either, because if you pull up his stats, whether he's a poor man's Kobe or not, he's a sub-40% field goal shooter and around a 37% three-point shooter. So you're talking the same caliber of player just with more upside and a longer rookie contract that you kind of have control of going. Well, that, I mean, that kind of that kind of solves almost the Kobe issue, right? I mean, everybody's treating Kobe like he's some all-the-fuck offensive team guy now. He's improved in defense. Sure. He's sure. improved. He's improved. But let's calm down on the fucking – we Kobe, can't move him. Kobe White's afro is back, and so is his potential, okay? We are not trading Kobe White for Bones Island. I'm not saying that. Man. Or, or, Kobe's not going anywhere. We're stuck with Kobe. Okay. Because unlike Andre Drummond and Alex Caruso, who are worth two first-round picks, Kobe okay. is not worth two first-round picks. Okay. Oh, my God. Alex Caruso. Alex Caruso is untouchable. We got, we got Report two and, and a half days. We got two and a half days. We got to boost the hype. Got to boost the hype uh, around the Caruso and the uh, the drum guy. Just got to keep – just got to drum up a little bit of extra. It's okay. I, I wouldn't mind taking a flyer on that Bones Highland kid. I like him. I think he's pretty good. He's got a little fucking swag to him too. I, I, I dig it. I don't know how good he'll end up being in the long run of things, but, you know, decent contract. He's a 27th pick of the 2021 NBA draft. I believe he's the second year. He's in the second year. Yeah, so, yeah, 2021 NBA draft, he was a 27th pick out of VCU. I remember him in college. He's a good player. Um, not a needle mover like you said, though. I mean, it's it's not what that kind of move is. I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, you know, I've seen a ton of crazy reports like the Bulls are interested in Fred Van Vliet. And then, you know, and all really the – And Gomez. Get the fucking fuck out of here. After I, what I, our two centers just did tonight, please miss me with the Willie Hernan Gomez stuff. 
Uh, he is he is best known as Bo Cruz's brother. That's very true. That's very true. Uh, Hank, to answer your question, in a blowout, why have Zach and Damar play 30-plus minutes tonight is because they went into the third quarter up five, and then all of a sudden the, the tide changed. I do agree. I thought Billy should have taken him out a little bit sooner, but I'm cool with the beatdown too, so I'll take the beatdown. I feel like the last few minutes that they played weren't real – they weren't real bad minutes. minutes. Yeah. It was the flag has already been waved. We're still out here, but it was that half-assed, not real defense, uh, touch football, NFL style, right? Uh, football kind of shit going on out there. Yeah. So they, they did log 30 minutes, but probably closer to 25, 26 of real hard, tough played ball tonight. So in terms of getting in-game rest and being as fresh as you can be, for a back-to-back in Memphis tomorrow. Um, Bulls accomplished that goal, even though they flirted with disaster in the third, like they love to do so much. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, So Memphis is on a crazy slide right now. And I know we were talking point guards. Um, Before we get into the Memphis thing, actually, uh, Kyrie Irving trade. Sound off. Luka Doncic has one of the best offensive weapons that can play on and off ball, which takes the responsibility out of his hands, takes a double team off of him, and also gives him a spot-up elite shooter. I think it's an amazing move. Obviously, the question with Kyrie is always availability um, and the, the drama that can come with him. But when it comes to being on the basketball court, when he's available, there's not anyone in the world that can deny that he is one of the most elite talents in terms of ball handling, shot making, um, just point guard ability. Like, wait, his skills are ridiculous. To compare to pair that with Luka Doncic, um, I, I think the Mavs had to make a move. Mark Cuban, uh, similar to Garpax, getting billboards, had murals and billboards and all this shit going up saying that he had to get Luca help. Well, he went and got Luca help. Uh, whether that help's going to stick around past this half a season is to be determined, but I guess that probably falls on how their season plays out. But in theory, I, it was a move that Dallas needed to make to push the needle for them, and I I actually really like the pairing. I think it was a good move. Um, I think the trade is odd in general. I mean, Spencer Dinwiddie's a pretty good player, but he's not a a two on a team that's trying to win a title. We all know that. Um, well, that's why Brooklyn's scrambling to trade everything they just got for another star. Losing their best defender, though, because that's a very bad defensive team, and Dort, uh, Finney Smith, uh, that that that's a that's kind of – I think that might hurt them a little bit. He's the best perimeter – he's one of the best perimeter defenders in the league. I mean, it's going to put them in a similar situation to the Bulls where you have – I just feel like they're going to have a hard time defending. Three stars kind of in Kyrie, Luka, and Wood, but you're not going to have – Is Wood going to be there past Thursday? Because I keep hearing he's not – I keep hearing he's going to be traded. Or not hearing, but I keep reading he's going to be traded. I think Wood has more value to that team now that you have acquired Kyrie. Paying him the money that he's looking for come the offseason, which is what it comes down to. Um, nobody wants to overpay a center in this league um, because unless it's Jokic or Embiid, it is probably the least valuable position to invest a big amount of money into. That's Hi, Minnesota. How are you? Yeah, how are you doing, Minnesota? <laughs> are looking great over there. You're lucky you got Anthony Edwards already. Um, you know, I think he has more value to their team, and they might have to heavily consider 
a, a better extension if you can lock him and Kyrie down. Um, because then you do have kind of a three-headed monster there. Um, and it's not that Wood's a bad player. Like I said, he's not a bad player. It no. just comes down to the fact that they don't want to pay him. Yeah, I mean, I wonder what they do in the West because uh, I was listening. Uh, man, what podcast was it? Was it Windhorse or was it The Ringer? I was listening to one of them today on the way to work. I'm usually not a big podcast listener guy, which is funny because I do a podcast. Um, I, I just listen to the same shit on the radio all over, you know, over and over again because I'm fucking. My brothers call me a bot because I'm old. Not really sure what the hell that is, but I guess that's what I am. But um, I was listening to them, and they were saying that with this move being made and how it is made, they be- this whoever it was a winner saying it, but anyway, they said that they think the Nuggets are the only team that can compete with Dallas, or Dallas is the only team that can legitimately compete with Denver. Um, obviously, the Jokic thing is uh, – <laughs> And that's the elephant in the room there because they have no – I don't care if it's Christian Wood or fucking Powell or whoever you're going to try to put on him isn't stopping him, isn't doing anything to him. Andre uh, hey, Drummond for, for a couple of first-round picks. Oh, wait, you don't have any more. Never mind. You can't have Andre Drummond. Yeah, that's true. That Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with that too. He should be on the fucking flight out of here. You know, I mean, and I like Andre Drummond. He had a great game. But, I mean, we're talking NBA trade deadline. I, it's just I'm so jaded. So, but if you're a serious Bulls team and you just saw the impact that this guy can give your team, can you trade him? Got to be consistent. Yeah, but being consistent comes down to the coach playing you. I get it. You, you can't you can't tell the guy to be consistent and give him five minutes a game. Dog, I agree with you on that, man. But there's been so many times where matchup issues. You go back and the same people that are screaming to play Andre Drummond right now were the same people saying fucking get him out of the rotation two weeks ago. I don't want to hear that shit. The the mixed bag with Andre is pretty relevant in just about every game. Yeah. Um, but if you're serious for what you're paying him and the fact that you can just like, apparently abuse him and just be a royal ass to the guy, like, oh, yeah, you're going to sit out for six games and then we're going to use you for two and you're going to look like the, the all-star of old and everybody's going to be hyped. <laughs> And you someone's know, gonna overpay for you, and then we're gonna play somebody, and you're gonna sit the entire game again. Um, like I just I don't know that you're getting that much for him. Is there a team even offering a second? Because in the previous two seasons, he was kind of a buyout kind of guy. Um, he was he was the Tristan Thompson kind of freebie on the market. Yeah, I mean we, we got a we got a comment here. Maybe Billy recognized he fucked up and learned a lesson. Um, you know maybe. Um. I, I will say Andre's teammates seem to really enjoy him here in Chicago. Uh, there's pretty, you know, forced effort to kind of get him the ball in a lot of spots tonight. Um, his teammates do look for him. He does seem to be a good locker room guy here. So for him to roll with the DNPs, you got guys like Firkin Korkmaz out there demanding trades. Oh, my and God. Andre Drummond is catching DNPs. He's an ex-All-Star at least, somebody who – should in his ego probably feel entitled to playing time, unlike uh, the Bulls kryptonite. Corkmas has torched us plenty of times. Yeah, he's um, a Bulls killer, man. He is. A Bulls it's funny killer. how like it's funny how that works because I like watch other teams. I'm like, I don't ever see this guy just killing another team consistently. But there's a couple of people that kill the Bulls consistently. The Sox have the same issue. A bunch of White Sox killers out there too. They fucking Jerry teams, man. 
That's all it is. Well, no, and you, you don't want to take the flyer on the guy because when you get him on your team, he's not going to have the same effect. Right, right. Um, but, no, I mean, to the point I was making, you have an ex-All-Star in Drummond who obviously has accepted the league, has passed that time by for him for the most part. But he has been a legitimate professional, and there are really no signs of his teammates um, being disgruntled with his approach. If anything, they probably feel a little slighted that he's not playing as well um, because he does provide energy, even if you are just giving him those five-minute first-half things uh, where you have to have a big out there and you can't go to these small lineups. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that statement. Uh, one thing I do want to read off here. So um, the Bulls are 7-3 and three in their last 10. They've won three in a row. You know what the record is? One game below 500. Fuck, man. Fuck, man. I made him a word. I bought pickles. Because they're oh. going to do it. Remember I said if they get back to 500, I do it. So do they have to stay at 500 for a period? Are we talking they hit 500 and we just bottoms up? Do I have to be prepared for this tomorrow? Is that what you're hinting at? I'm going to do it on Thursday at the trade deadline. I figure we can go live and I'm just going to chug it if they win. Because I need to give myself a day or two to prep for that. I'm fucking... God, I'm well, never... I mean, we said if they trade... Obviously, if they're winning, chances are the one of three stars being traded for pickle juice probably is unlikely. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, but the pickle juice is coming out, I think, after they go 500 because I'm a man of my word. But I do want to tell you, we're playing Memphis, who's a good team. I mean, they're 32 and 21. Um, yeah, we'll kind of curse LeBron and uh, Shannon, Shannon Sharp, Sharp put on after them. that game. Um, but I'll tell you what, it's real. They have gone on a, a real slide there. Uh, yeah, but have you heard the shit in the meantime around that? Like, John I mean, Rant's crew was like fucking – had like red lasers pointed at assistant coaches the other night, like, and they were thinking it was fucking something, not a laser pointer. You know what I'm saying? Like they were fucking tweaking out. I heard this today on that. That had to be the wind horse fucking podcast. I think it was. And um, I heard Shannon Sharp talking about that too. And he was pretty much telling John Morant that he's not about that. And he should probably just stay away from that. It's some uh, wild shit. It's a wild shit going on in Memphis because they had the fucking hole. NBA community, people like us that watch every game, no matter what team it is, whatever, if we have the opportunity, of course, but that this young team is fucking killing it. And they are, they're here. Like they have arrived and they're young, dude. They're young. Yeah. Jaron Jackson Jr. in the all-star game kind of right. personal for some people, especially with his uh, fake stats there. Yeah. Right. Uh, that, that shit's wild too, man. See, I'm, I hate that. Cause I don't want, I watch a lot of Memphis ball, but I, I don't want to say that if, if that is actually the case and they were doing that, I probably would stop watch. I might be fucking with you. I probably just stop watching in general. If I knew it was like really fucking fake, like if they were stat padding for somebody, I'd be pissed. I would be, I'd be really upset. I think somebody broke it down and it ended up being like okay. games where there was like one or two blocks that in blocks or something that's kind of subjective. Like, was it a deflection or was it a fucking block? Well, right. right. Um, so that, that's one stat that I think you can fib quite a bit. It's, and I mean, that would just be really frustrating. If somebody went through LeBron James's assists through his career, I'm sure they could probably find a couple hundred that were questionable at the very least. So I, I think that's something that you could make an argument about just about all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So th with all that being said, Memphis is on a fucking terrible slide, brother. Like, I mean, they're on a bad slide. So they have 
oh my God. They've won one game out of their last nine. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, they've won one game out of their last nine. I didn't have to use my fingers there too. So huge shy sports fan. The Bulls are seven and three. <laughs> yes, Bulls are seven and three in their in their last ten. And they um also a fun fact for the Bulls, their point differentials in the plus almost to a point now. Plus zero point oh. eight. Oh yeah, yeah. So we are tasting continuity for the rest of the year. Content something's happening. Something's happening in Chicago. Are yeah. are are we back? I don't I know. know. I asked you uh, before the show, and you were pretty, pretty confident. No, and no. no, they're not. No. I, I, I won't let myself get hurt again, dude. You bought pickle juice. You have to have it prepped for tomorrow I mean, night. You know I want to scream right now that they're back. You know I want to start talking DEFCON 5 shit, but I'm not gonna. We're not going to. We've no. Been, we've been fooled too many times this season, and I won't even say we've been fooled. It's no, As fans, you want to get excited. You, you, you take the bait. Yeah, we're still gonna do dumb shit and laugh together. It's it's been painful bait that results in tears the, the following days. But but how fun would that be if they don't make a move, and Derrick Rose is our point guard? Dude, if you had Derrick, oh, I don't care what anybody says. He's passed to prime. He can't do it anymore. I don't give a fuck. I want to see it. Derrick Rose back in a Bulls jersey with this roster, considering we don't really have a point guard. And I, th- I think you, you you get some shit. I uh, do. I, I, and I don't think Rose is that removed from great basketball. Like I said, the, the only thing that scares me is he's on Tom Thibodeau's team and he's not playing. And that that is a sign to me that's like mm, something ain't right. Something not right. I mean, Taji's still getting minutes out here, man. I mean, is, isn't he getting minutes for where where is he? Where did we just see him? Uh, Washington. Yeah, it was Washington. Yeah, it was the game that Kuz was out, and he was getting a little excessive playing time. Just saying, you're seeing him, you know. So yeah, but you're seeing him with injuries. The Knicks are. Are you saying? Are you saying Washington sucks? I'm saying Washington sucks, and (laughs) Thibs's rotation. You're playing 30 minutes. It doesn't matter if that's not even possible. As the guy at the back of the rotation, you're still playing 30 plus minutes. That's true. So, I don't know, man. Maybe the Memphis is going to keep on this slide and the Bulls make something happen and get back to 500 yeah, for the first time. The last game on the deadline is Brooklyn, who is kind of in a very interesting, weird. I know. I mean, dude, this is crazy. I mean, they could be a game over 500 or a game under. I mean, they, you know, whatever happens, happens here. But still, I mean, it's pretty crazy. They, they fought their way back. You got to give credit where credit's due. They're fighting their way back. So, but why um, does it not feel like it? Because they're not going to fucking win anything. That's why. That's why. <sighs> yes. We are cheering. I don't even know why I'm cheering for it. Do I want to see them make the playoffs? Of course. Why? Because I don't know. Because I, I, I want them to be good. But I don't want to put money in Jerry's pocket because he's going to charge me an arm and a leg to fucking go to one of the games at a playoff game. Like It just confuses me. It's because it's, it's an abusive relationship, man. I keep getting smacked in the fucking jaw. I keep coming back for more from these people. I don't understand. I don't get it. Why? I I know they're not going to win the ship. I know that. Like, you mean we're not going to beat the Bucks? I don't think that they're going to win a first round series. I look up and down, and you're talking a seven game series. Boston and Milwaukee so good this year. Oh my god! Stop it. Oh. 
you said Boston. This is the last thing I'll fucking bring up, and then we'll get out of here because it's getting late. But um, and I do agree with Hank. Yeah, Bulls at Memphis is not usually very good. It's never been very good. We don't play well in Memphis. Um, Jalen Brown, Kevin Durant thing that Stephen A. brought up after him and Jay Williams yelled at each other. Did you see that today? I did not. Oh, you didn't see him and Jay Williams go at it? Oh man, you need to see that. They fight. They they went at it. They went at it. Okay. Yeah. Oh so yeah. What did he say about Jalen Brown and Kitty? Oh, he just said, keep your eye on Kevin Durant to Boston, Jay, you know, uh, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's being discussed or something like along those again? lines. I yeah, again. I, I think that that was a thing to stir some shit up because Boston's playing some pretty decent. I mean, they're 6-4 and four in their last 10. They're 38-16. and 16. They have the best record, I think, in the association. They do. They have the best record in the association. They're not breaking that up for Kevin Durant. I'll tell you that right now. Kevin Durant is 34 years old. He's going to 35. They're not. They're not. No way. Not how no. this team's playing. No, and I don't think that you should. I They're mean, winning 70% of their games, Goose. They're not doing it right now. If anything, if they lose, if they don't get to the mountaintop this year, okay, I could see that being an offseason trade. For both teams, I could see that. The end of the road for Brooklyn. Boston, yeah, Bro- Brooklyn kind of gets a gone. young star. and then Boston they- going, all right, we've seen these two make the – Conference finals this many times, the finals this many times, assuming right. again this year kind of thing. Yep. Um, yeah, to where at that point you, you got to trade DeMar DeRozan for Kawhi Leonard kind of thing. Um, similar situation there, oh I guess, goodness. would be the case. Yeah. Can you imagine um, if that happened again? Could you imagine the claw and the paw on the same fucking team? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. One be playing 16 minutes, scoring 11 fucking points. The other one would be unavailable. Be great. <laughs> be tanking for days. I'd be getting Wemby, dude. No yeah. doubt about it. Yeah. yeah. But no, seriously, Boston wouldn't do that during the season. I can't see it. I don't know. When you're talking KD, you're talking about like I love Kevin Durant. I would do it. I would do it. So, but that's why I can't say no to it because it doesn't matter if you have the best record in the association. Would you be surprised though? Like, would you be like, wow, I can't, uh, wow. I'd be wow, but it wouldn't be the kind of shock like, oh, my God, they did that. Because, okay. no, getting Kevin Durant, whether you're the best team in the association already, if I'm already the best team and it only takes Jalen Brown picks and other salary filler that I don't use very much, yeah, I'm getting Kevin Durant. Right. You Man. know? So is is I just, I guess, don't make it complicated. Like, if swapping Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant, and you don't lose many of your other rotation players is plausible and possible. Can I offer? Can I offer Demar Derozan, Dalen Terry, and Andre Drummond for one Kevin Durant? Hey, Drummond's worth two first round picks, so that you're halfway there. See, I, I, there we go. But I'm not sure Dalen Terry's. Sean NBA. Marks is the GM for Brooklyn. I'm not. I'm not sure that Dalen Terry's an NBA player, so I don't know that he gets anywhere. Oh, just ask Twitter. He is. Okay. That's all you got to do. Just talk to Twitter. Marco Simonovich is too. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes the eye test is just a little stronger than Twitter, and my eyes are not telling me things that I want to see when it comes to Dalen Terry. What he dunked? Oh, oh, he he dunked on the Spurs G League team. That's. <laughs> Sounds like he's in the right league. You're a fucking hater, man. You got anything I, else before we get out of here, hater? No, I don't think Marco <laughs> Hours or Dalen Hours are ever going to be real things outside of the G League, unfortunately. And 
that saddens me um, because that means that kind of, you know, the Pat Project and the IO pick are their their best selections so far. So we'll see. No, IO's been a fucking uh, yeah, IO's obviously. Uh, obviously, you get a second round pick like IO and can't really be questioned too much, but I think that was more other teams being stupid than us just being good at the draft. Very true. Very true. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you feel that way. And uh, we're going to get out of here now, even though I do believe that that... Dalen dunked. Dalen dunked. He did. Dalen dunked, and Sean Marks saw that, and he will trade Kevin Durant for him because he wants Dalen Terry, and he's going to take the DeRozan deal just to match up salaries and shit. So Durant will be a bull. Fucking book it. You heard it here first on Bulls on Tap. I'm not even drinking. Yeah, just carbonated water. Minus jar of pickle juice. Well, what do you say, Caruso, in our finest jar of pickle juice for KD? Yo, I got some good pickle juice, too, man. It's um, Vlasic with the little fucking, what is that, a seagull? I think it's a stork. It's the one that brings the babies. Are those the... I think it's a stork. Are, st- or... are storks real? <laughs> is that like a, is that a real, is that a real bird? Are storks real? Are you Googling it? I'm Googling it. Yes. Okay, they are. What do they look yes. like? Um, exactly like the fucking thing on your pickle jar. <laughs> Just minus the hat. <laughs> okay. Well, that's kind of bullshit. He didn't have the fucking hat on. Yeah, you know, just you know, wild storks. Just no, what the fuck fucking is... classic hats on everywhere. What the fuck is a seagull then? Oh, I don't look nothing like a seagull. Oh my god, I did. All right, I feel fucking stupid, right? It's now. all right. That's all right. We no, because just... I'm I'm fucking doing a side by side, and I'm just not happy with what I did. Wow, storks are really real. Storks are real. Dalen dunked. Yeah, look, this one. This should be copyright infringement. Look at this. There's this fucking stork here. That looks just like the motherfucker on my pickle jar. <laughs> that's wild. But anyway, they're dill sphered pickles. So that's what I got. Right. Yeah. So um I'm gonna give it a shot if they go five hundred. But all right, I'm <laughs> I feel stupid already, so I'm gonna get out of here. Um, because I did not know storks were real. I thought they were just some made up fucking bird that carried a baby. And where did that even come from? Either. I don't we're going in a rabbit hole. Everybody be sure to go on tapsports.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Finding us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap and on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Bull Scripted me a buzz on tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us five-star rating and review because it's cool and tough. Go to YouTube, tell your friends, subscribe to the on tap sportsnet YouTube channel. Also, we're presented by Sports Illustrated. We'll be back tomorrow night after the Bulls take on the Memphis Grizzlies and hopefully after I find out what a stork really is. Let's go Bulls.